Hello and welcome back to a very special episode of the Cryptid Ramblers podcast. Indeed. I'm Scott <laughs> and across from me is Callum. Hello. How you doing? You all right? Yeah, I'm very well, man. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. good I, I'm, I'm quite excited to be doing our very first special episode. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's um, something we've always spoken about mm. and sort of flirted with a few different ideas as to subject matter and, and that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, obviously with us both being... Uh, you know, fans of All Hallows Eve. Oh, it sort of made season sense to be to, spooky. Absolutely, <laughs> it kind of made sense to um, you know kick off with something along those sort of lines. Yeah. So uh, yeah, excited to be back and to be talking about hopefully all things uh, spooky. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, to anyone that is new to the podcast that has uh, just found this particular episode on yeah. YouTube, on YouTube this time. Um, but well, also, yeah. we'd like to direct our regular listeners over to YouTube because yeah. This one's a video podcast, so usually you'd have to get this on the Patreon, but yeah. you know we thought we'd uh, switch it up for you guys and yeah. give you a bit of a treat. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> bit of a strong word, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, get to see these lovely mugs. Absolutely, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, so, and also you get to see the uh, podcast studio. Yeah, our new uh, our new home mm. for the last few uh, episodes. Not so only can... that, it's also a fully edited one as well it will be so we've got lovely logos it will be some lovely to, pictures right about here right about here got enough post-production haven't you yeah i do yeah we've got enough time <laughs> exactly yeah exactly yeah so um yeah this is really quite excited to be getting into this mm. so we are going to be talking about various different stories that have been posted into yeah. us by our listeners Absolutely, um, yeah. uh, friends and family, and uh, people from further afield. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, we've got some local legends, but we've also got some personal accounts, which uh, we're yeah. gonna go through and absolutely. see how we react to those various yeah. ones. Because I've got some, and you got some. I have. Yeah, I have. And, uh, so it's yes. got a nice, a nice mix. I think, as yeah. you say, we've got a few personal accounts from you know sort of listeners of the podcast, and um, also some yeah, as you say, local legends and. Um, yeah, sort of haunted locations and, mm. and stories and, and whatnot. So hopefully there's enough to tantalise everyone. Yeah. A little, little mix of everything. So uh, hopefully enough to put the willies up, yeah? Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, we have. <laughs> oh, good grief. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to it. Let's. So um, a shout out to our Patreons. So even yep. though this is a special, we still... Yep. Give a shout Still out to our Patreons. Yeah, so thank you very Justin much. Justin and James, thank you very much for your yeah. continued support, guys. Thank you, guys. It's very, very much appreciated. Absolutely. Um, but also, uh, with a little word from our sponsor as well. Absolutely, why not? So as you guys can see, this is <laughs> Hellfire Studios. Um, and it's Essex's first podcast uh, film and photography studio situated just 45 minutes from London. Hellfire Studio offers full creative content creation at hellfirecreative.com. Um, go there for some more information. But yeah. as a listener to us, absolutely, you guys get a twenty percent off when you go to hellfirestudio.uk yeah, and absolutely. you put the uh, code encrypted at the checkout. Yep, and that's it. And you get a lovely twenty percent off. Right service there. and whatever it is you want to you want to do, use that code and boom, absolutely discount. Yeah, indeed, mate, indeed. <laughs> yeah. So without a further ado, without. <laughs> Let's get into it, man. So, what have you? Yes. Uh, what has come into you? So, yeah, like I say, no, it's been um, been sort of a mix. But you know, as, as we both did through the socials and you know our sort of personal ones, we put some feelers out to 
kind of anyone really and also sort of listeners of the the podcast mm. to see whether there was any people out there that had their own spooky encounters or sightings or you know hauntings or, or whatnot and uh yeah i got um got pointed in the direction of a few um quite cool creepy uh stories um i mean in fact they all all the ones i've got all take us to um back over the pond um, oh right yeah yeah anywhere yeah. In... <laughs> nowhere special really? oh, nowhere special this time sadly we, no the mountain mama no sadly no. not no not this time no it's <sighs> um no but it's uh yeah, creepy enough it, it's uh it's a mix of uh, new orleans and uh new jersey oh, in cool. particular yeah um our two uh, three of, uh, of uh, the listeners how from from those parts of the world so Excellent. um yeah they knew of a few few little locations and uh, one personal story um you know which is quite uh, which is quite cool so yeah, yeah um, go for it, man. yeah do you jump in uh well the uh, the first one i'll um start off with uh is more of a, a personal um sort of encounter uh, it comes in from a, a like I said, a listener of the uh, the podcast who has um Asked to remain anonymous. Fair enough. Which is fair enough, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Guys, you can keep your anonymity with us. That's yeah, for sure. absolutely, yeah. It's up to you guys. Um, now, this one, is it actually involves their sister, so it's not them directly. So, um, Okay. It's, uh, their, their sister was travelling uh, to work um, from Texas to New Orleans. Um, she would stay there typically for a week at a time. Um, and you know, as I'm sure we all know, it's, it's sort of widely believed that New Orleans is uh, somewhat haunted. Mm. You know, from its uh, you know, sort of from its past, a lot of some dark of it not too and distant and such. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'd love to go yeah. there, man. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, I'd yeah. love to go there. Would be good. Um, well, well, ask me after this story. Well, to say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, to say, yeah, you might change your mind on that, but yeah, uh, maybe, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, when the, uh, the the sister returned home to Texas um, from New Orleans after her business trip. She realised that uh, she may have brought something back with her, um, and Ooh. not just her luggage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. or um, uh, maybe a, a, a transmission of, of some sort. Well, quite possibly. Um, that that evening, um, as she returned, um, she was uh, she was going to sleep and heard a whispering voice say her name. Um, so it was like Lissy, Lissy, Ooh. which is a bit woohy. Um, the uh, apparently like yeah just sort of kind of freaked out hairs stood on end um and instinctively just shut her eyes tighter as you would in that situation yeah you think well you know if i close my eyes tight enough i'll ignore it yeah <laughs> and it will go away Get under the covers that's <laughs> you know ultimate safety yeah exactly um but the the voice uh continued to you know repeat her name in that same kind of whispered fashion mm. um and i don't know the, the time scale in that respect in terms of how long it, it went on for um but that's when she'd basically had enough and and told it to to go away um and that's kind of exactly what she did she was like no no you can go away now you know you're not you know not welcome um and almost right away um the voice did stop and no more kind of strangeness uh, occurred um oh. And she's never experienced anything like it before or or since. That's crazy, that. Um, which, uh, yeah, which is just to think that you can just go to somewhere, not even have an interaction whilst there, um, but still bring something mm. back. Um, there's there's these 
um, various different theories that come along with um, energies, shared energies that you might actually just walk through something and it just some of it might just get attached to you. Yeah. There's even a, a theory that um, about they're kind of like energy threads that right. people have. So okay. they could be as there are some people that say that they can see these energy threads um, kind of like they can be like giant cables. They can appear as like giant cables of, of okay. light and energy right. or they could be like hair thin um, and they can be they can be instigated um, with something as little as making eye contact for a couple of seconds. So like right. if we've all done it mm. driving along and for some reason you just look at the, the, the pedestrian on the side of the road yeah. and they're looking directly at, at you and you make eye contact. Yeah. That's sometimes even enough to make those threads oh, right. appear and then suddenly, you know, you're connected to, to that person. It's a weird sort wow, of, okay. yeah, it's a weird sort of theory. And then, yeah, um, weird. I was li- again, I was listening to it on uh, Mysterious Universe a couple of weeks right, ago. Right, okay. So yeah. that's why that's kind of fresh in my mind, yeah, really. Yeah. But that's... Um, Makes sense. But yeah, like you, you could just go to an area that yeah. might be somewhere like New Orleans that would yeah. be thick with energy. Yeah. And, and just have something attached to like you or a, a possession that, you know, yeah. that you've got and then, you know, you carry it, you know, carry it around. It's so. a weird feeling as well when you hear something like that, like a, like a whisper or... or Oh yeah, I bet yeah. Or something. Especially if you're sure as damn it that you know that something's been said or yeah, a like voice is not in your head said, or yeah. anything like that. It's, yeah, it's, you're not just sort of yeah. You think you're hearing things, but you can distinctly say, yeah, no, I I heard mm. that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's I've, not natural. I've had know. the the thing in in my head when I've been doing like the meditation and, and stuff like that. Mm. When I've gone into like I've, I've done all my breathing techniques and everything else like that, and then yeah, then I've taken a little bit of time just to sit and relax into it. Um, it's been a couple of times where the external noise has drowned out almost completely and then there's something else that comes along it's, right, okay. it's odd it's, yeah. it's kind of um the only way i can describe it is like um with a uh, a sound insulated uh, glass door right. sort of thing so it's okay. almost like so when i'm coming out of the the meditation i realize oh it's almost like the door opens and I can hear the ambient noise again. Right, okay. It's weird. Yeah. It's very, very... But it's distinctive. Yeah, yeah. Hard to describe, but it's something along those sort of lines. But yeah, I I've never done... I've never experienced no something kind of like what? going, Scott. Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott. Like, like, Deliberately trying to get your attention. Yeah, I've had, yeah. I've had like, Dad. <laughs> yeah, Dad. we've had that, yeah. <laughs> I can vouch for that. Are you awake? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to go downstairs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm hungry. The best one was um, when my boy, when Eli was probably about five or six, and uh, he he decided that uh, this was when he was getting up at the crack of dawn as well, like, right. like half past five, six o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. on a Saturday. Yeah. And the best one he ever did, and right. I'll never forget it for the rest of my life. <laughs> he came walking in, completely silent, and then suddenly I felt something going up my nose. Right. Well, up your nose, like inside. literally going up inside my nose, and I right. pulled back. And there he is standing there with a, a, a Tyrannosaurus Rex with a tail up, like this. <laughs> and he went, Little son. And he went, Morning, Daddy. Ah, like, <laughs> oh, go to the living room. <laughs> yeah, go away. Yeah, go away. <laughs> All right, I'm up. I'm up. <laughs> I'm awake. I'm awake. Yeah. Yeah, I've been sneezing ever since. Yeah, uh, it would have thought it. It would have thought, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so it's um, yeah, I could definitely vouch for them. 
them types of uh, <laughs> yeah. voices in the early yeah, hours. Your ones are but, still, uh, still small. So. Still of that age as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, thankfully not anything, uh, you know, sort of more, um, you know, more sinister, like, you know, like, yeah. like I haven't actually having your name, you know, sort of whispered and, but I thought it was, I was quite impressed with how, you know, she sort of sound of mind, you know, enough to kind of know that it was, you know, a disembodied voice and that she could sort of give that, mm. you know, instruction and that it would, you know, and that she didn't listen like... to her, you know, because I don't think many people would think that it would be that, you know, easy. I, I know think, I wouldn't have done before sort of knowing. That I think that a lot of people, if they were to, were to hear something audible like that, they'd either mm. think someone was messing with them yeah. or they were schizophrenic. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's, that's or also something might have broken into well. the house or something, or, you know, something like that. Mm. That's something as well that people in certain circles are, like some doctors even, mm. some psychiatrists are even, um, or yeah, psychiatrists and psych- psychologists are... Um, questioning the nature of various different mental health issues, specifically right. schizophrenia. Yeah, like maybe they are actually hearing disembodied yeah, well voices. It, yeah, you mentioned it last time, didn't you? Yeah, it's actually, um, yeah, that they might they're, they're sort of more f- in tune with, mm. I don't know, the earth or the universe or whatever it might be, and that they're actually hearing these, you know, sort of voices and being told to sort of do things. Because they were more susceptible to picking up, yeah. you know, that message. So they're not actually nuts. They're just because in a lot of cases, I don't think I've ever really heard of a case where schizophrenia has been pleasant. It's always an unpleasant voice telling them to do do something horrible. Things. Yeah, yeah. Or constantly telling them you're a loser. And yeah, it's yeah. always been negative. Mm. So there's something strange about that. That it's like a, a like a negative entity, but yeah. a low level entity is trying to feed off of some sort of. Mm. anguish or pain or some yeah. some sort of negative energy yeah it's um yeah i don't know but if, if there are any listeners out there that do know that yeah there are positive schizophrenia positive accounts or accounts yeah. maybe you don't then yeah get in touch let, let us know, know about it yeah. but It'd that be would be interesting to see whether or not there was yeah because that must be the most upbeat person ever <laughs> yeah. yeah the happiest person you know it's probably them yeah. good morning <laughs> yeah the, Go get them. The world is your oyster. <laughs> yeah. You're beautiful. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> no, don't. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't happen, would it? No, I can't see it. I can't see it. Um, you certainly wouldn't admit to it either. If if you no. if it was, because people think that's crazier mm. than the devil talking to you or something. Yeah, yeah. like a little cheerleader, like <laughs> a little cheerleader. Go elf. you. Yeah, <laughs> that'd yes, be brilliant. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so no, so I thought that was. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, I've, I've I had you know. Not this, but you know, sort of similar things. You know, recently uh, happened that we've covered yeah. in sort of previous, in previous uh, episodes. episodes. Yeah. But um, but yeah, nothing like this. And I, I don't quite know how I'd you know react. I don't know if I'd be as calm and collected as uh, as, as this person was to kind of just. Be like, Sometimes you have to turn to go away, please. Oh, well, I think well, yeah, yeah, I guess I'd yeah, I'd be a little bit more. Little, little less diplomatic and <laughs> respond thusly yes <laughs> as opposed to uh yeah can you please leave me alone respond appropriately <laughs> yeah basically yeah that's the one that's the one so um yeah so thank you to the uh listener for submitting yeah, uh, that one um the next uh i've got th- three um three or four um that have also come in from uh listeners they're all um members of um my little online book club that I'm uh, excellent a part of. Um, so a little shout out to those guys. It's the uh, the uh, Pretty and Punk book club on uh, Wattpad. So if anyone's on there, any aspiring authors, come and uh, check us out. 
Um, and I don't know, they've not told me whether they want to be anonymous or not. <laughs> so ah, okay. I won't, I maybe won't read out their, well, their names, but they'll know who they are if they listen. Get on so. the socials and claim your story, guys. Yeah, or yeah, claim it if, uh, come if claim you want it. to. <laughs> <laughs> if you want him, or we shall. come and claim him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Oh, you shall not pass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. Excellent. Um, so I'll, I'll jump into uh, into the first one. Um, the first one was, I mean, these are all new to me as well. So I'm, I'm, I was sort of coming at this, you know, with sort of fresh eyes as well, which I thought was, um, I thought was quite good. Um, but there's a mysterious site in uh, in, in southern New Jersey, uh, which is just a body of water known as the Blue Hole. Yes, um, I've heard of this. Yeah, um, there's actually from just sort of looking into the story, it seems like all across all southern New Jersey, there's a, quite a few of them, but there's only one in particular that sort of has these particularly kind of strange uh, goings on, um, and it's located deep in the Pine Barrens of Winslow, um, and it's on the county borders of Camden and Gloucester in southern New Jersey. Um, it is believed to be bottomless and a frequent pit stop of none other than the Jersey Devil himself. Which I thought oh. was quite cool, keeping it cryptid. Yes. Um, now, the though the clear blue water, you know, may seem inviting, uh, locals are actually warned about swimming in it. Um, unexplained whirlpools have reportedly <laughs> sucked down hapless swimmers. Um, some have been lucky enough to escape its uh, clutches and claim to have felt something trying to pull them down under the water. Mm. Um, now, interestingly, from a few accounts of people that have actually gone to the site, not necessarily kind of into the water, have said that the atmosphere changes when, from when they walk along the trail and then out into the clearing where the, the body of water is. Mm. Um, much It kind of reminded me of that effect that we've talked about. I can't the Oz effect. Oz effect, that was it. I couldn't remember the name of it. Um, it reminded me of that. Gotcha. Um, it, the the wind will just sort of drop, and you know, sort of non-existent. Um, the birds will stop chirping, um, and it's just an eerie silence. Great. That, that just yeah, that just sort of takes over the the place. Every, all all atmosphere seems to just you know disappear from the moment you walk along the trail to like entering this sort of clearing, and you're you know. Look at, looking at the, mm. the, the the blue hole, I guess. Um, now, there's no sign of life in the water either. There's no fish, no insects, nothing. It's just void of any any sort of life. And if it's bottomless, and it and it's pretty big, this this open body yeah. of water. It's not just like a little little puddle. It's quite a big sort of cavernous, you know, sort of space. Um, and there's just nothing in it, aside from That's maybe weird. like debris or you know whatever. But yeah, like there's no just, signs of life or anything like that. It's just no, and it's just completely still. There's like no current, no ripple, like nothing. Wow. It looks like, like when you look at it, in certain pictures, it just looks like glass. Like it's just a, an ice or glass bottom sort yeah. of thing. Or sort of surface, I guess. That's, it, there's just no that's weird. atmosphere. Like it's all just been sucked out, like in a vacuum bag or something. You know? Yeah, like which is basically what the, the Oz effect is. Yeah. It, um, people describe it as being like you just mm. step into some sort of vacuum of sound yeah exactly I mean, no one actually mentions that specifically that could be because they they're not aware of it or mm. or i don't know maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong in it but but just from reading that that's what it reminded me of 
And so I thought, yeah. well, maybe there is something to it then. If people are feeling uneasy and, you know, feel like they're being pulled into the, you know, the water sort of thing, is it because of... Well, like drawn in, almost like, yeah, like they, they feel look like at it and they feel like they've got yeah, to get into the yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, that's, that's weird. Some of the people, some people have sort of claimed to have felt that they had just this sudden need to have to, you know, go into the, the water and then they would feel... I can't remember. I, th- I think I've wrote it down further on in my notes, but they um, they, they mention it like ghostly, ghostly hands actually grabbing at their feet and, and legs to sort of pull them, you know, down oh. beneath the uh, the water. <laughs> yeah, like the dead marshes in Lord yeah. of the Rings. Yeah, you know? yeah, pretty much. Going that. back to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, going back to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow, um, that's weird. Yeah, it's it's um, yeah, it's yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. I'm gonna check that um, out a bit closer. Yeah, no, I think I'm going to um, mm. go back. Because like I say, there are uh, a number of these blue holes dotted around um, New Jersey. Uh, and it is believed that they were created by uh, mining activities in the state from, you know, sort of many years ago. And obviously mm. where they've just bored these big holes and then just kind of left them. And then they've... The water you know, tables gradually... come up. Yeah, and... exactly. Yeah, because it's yeah. fed from the the water underground as opposed to any nearby rivers and, and streams, which is why I think they explain all this how they explain the fact that there's no you know kind of life no current or, or anything because it's come from beneath the yeah. you know sort of the earth as opposed to and it, it i suppose they're relatively new it's not, not not like they were um like they were caverns that were carved by the water which would bring life no. with it and everything no, they're, they're relatively new yeah, yeah in the grand scheme of things yeah, yeah. in that comparison yeah they're, they're, i'd say they're a lot newer um now what I thought was quite weird is that locals have, have dubbed them, um, or, or this one in particular, the Devil's Puddle, <laughs> <laughs> and claim to have seen the devil himself crawl out of it. Uh, but that and that could tie into the, the Jersey, Jersey Devil, Devil yeah, sightings. Of course. Yeah. Um, now many who have swum in, in the body of water sadly haven't made it out, and when their bodies have been retrieved, they're found with scratch marks on their backs and legs, which oh. which. Kind with, of com- with the, the dragging down sort yeah, of thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It kind of it, it sort of fits in with with, with that, which I think is quite that's f- quite weird. Could terrifying. be quite convenient, but it could also be. I mean, horrible. That, that's think- got to be some people's like worst nightmare. I mean, for me, it's well, it's- it would be, wouldn't it? I mean, some people are uneasy in the water anyway because they mm. can't see below the surface. They don't know what's going to be like grabbing yeah, at them. And the water on their face, and yeah, and exactly. Such. And if they could, but it, you can actually feel you know, something... Because it's different if, like, a, a fish was to swim past and knock your leg or yeah, well, a bit fish, of seaweed they, or... Yeah, you know. like wildlife would steer clear of you unless it was, like, a predator yeah. or something like that. But to actually feel like a, a hand sort of, or, or, you know, claw at you or grab you or something, like... Oh, in a, in oh. a potentially bottomless a pit. Potentially, yeah, well, um, there was something they said that they've they've tried to find the bottom and they put um like these these particular like readers or or, or on on cables and basically drop it into the hole and they're just yeah. dropping it and dropping it and dropping it with seemingly no end in sight. We need more cable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so they don't know whether it is just because it is genuinely wow. bottomless or whether they kind of hit like a, a cavern or something, and then they end up following like a tunnel, like an underwater or stream sort of, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, they don't. If they find that, or well, if there's it does whirlpools just... and stuff like that, then there must be some sort of water flow mm. deep down. Yeah. Then yeah. so, the, yeah, potentially an incredibly strong flow. Mm. Yeah. If yeah. it's just you know maybe taking the probe and off it goes and sort then, of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So no, they've never actually been able to like go, conk, conk, you know, and, and sort of hit the the sort of the bottom. It just it seems to be continuous yeah which is what feeds the belief that it is a bottomless kind of pool of water um now interestingly um 
<laughs> native people of the region believe that it was formed from the tears of a woman crying over her unfaithful lover. Lover. Right. Which, I mean, they'd be dotted all over the shop in England, wouldn't they? If if that was <laughs> if that happened, you would be quite to... a few local, wouldn't there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh. You wouldn't be able to, you know, turn around without walking into one. <laughs> oh, I just stepped oh, in. Her again. Devil's you puddle again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, they also believe that the water carries with it medicinal qualities, um, but of course this comes at a risk. Uh, the water is guarded by a jealous and violent spirits um, who, whose only purpose is to sort of guard its secrets, i.e. stop people stop from finding out that it's medicinal, um, its medicinal purposes and stuff. Um, those who go too close um, to the water would be grabbed by ghostly hands and dragged to the depths, never to be seen again. Wow! So even the natives have these yeah. sort of these these this stories sort of, that are this law or legend, yeah, and collaborated by personal accounts. Mm. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah, that is crazy. Sadly, I couldn't find any actual accounts of someone saying, "Oh, you know, on this day in the nineties or whatever, I you know I went for a swim and you know I See, felt you know there's, there's there's nothing like any. I couldn't see any personal accounts. Mm. It was more just kind of a general. Legend. This is, this is the thing about personal accounts, and I, I, I knew this before we, before we started talking about doing an episode like this. Yeah. Um, personal accounts are few and far between mm. because it comes with a stigma. Oh yeah, exactly, you know yeah. because it comes with that that what oh, you're just mental, mate. You're just crazy. Yeah. Well, that's you why know, we've had it, stories submit to us where the, the people have asked to be anonymous. anonymous because of the backlash that could possibly come, mm. you know, sort of from it because there is still that stigma to this day. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously the nonsense or yeah, well, I mean, yeah, the utter nonsense. The utter nonsense. The utter nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Catchphrase for <laughs> usual listeners. There will be t-shirts soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there will be. Yes. Yes, I like it. I like your ideas. Um but yeah, it's just I think that stigma comes from there being a general um What's the word? Intolerance of yeah, older stories is. and everything yeah. else like that. You know, we very much live in a very material world where it's governed by science. Yeah. You know, because science is forever changing, and the, the the science that you get from one person or one expert differs from a science that you're getting from someone else. Um, yeah, exactly. It's never going to be necessarily the same, and it is because of that that you know people don't want to, mm. you know, sort of you know come forward you know i mean even talking about the fact that we do this type of podcast comes with a stigma people look at you as oh, weird yeah. or like i get you believe of, in all that do you? i get one of two reactions i get i get that one yeah. or i get oh my god i'm yeah. gonna tell you talk to me talk to me i want to talk yeah, about yeah. aliens I want to talk about, and i'm like mate i've got i've got to crack on with work yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've got drywall to hang look, look mate <laughs> take a listen <laughs> Get in touch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I've got, to, I've got to do a ceiling, mate. So, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Speak to you in a bit. Yeah, but yeah, I get, I get that as well, yeah. and, I, and I got that for a long, long time as well because there, there are subjects that I've wanted to talk to people about for years. Yeah, and like even the people that I work with regularly, mm. they even to this day they still roll their eyes. They're like, oh yeah, I mean, I, I don't. Here we go again. Talk about it to anyone really at work unless they ask me about it because I know I'm just going to get the eye rolls and the mocking and you think oh okay I can't be bothered with it <laughs> no. ask me about Bigfoot oh, yeah mate you need yeah. to do that I do need, you need to, to do, do that, that t-shirt yep yep <laughs> you need to do that no more details for that uh, but we will be doing that t-shirt yeah exactly I think um yeah I think I've a, I think something else that probably might put people off is that you know anyone that knows me knows that I like to talk 
And so if you get yeah. me on a subject that I'm interested in, I'm like, bah, 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 just going to keep bah, bah, on bah, going. Bah, 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 bah. And you can see sometimes people just glaze over and instantly I think, oh, okay, you've regretted asking me now, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just see it in people's eyes and you yeah. go, oh, like the, the, the regret. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, just like, oh, how do I get out of this oh, now? Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll stop. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, we noticed it <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. We know yeah. those signs. We'll let you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you are free to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not held here against your no. will. <laughs> yeah. no. I love it. Yeah, love no, it's it. good. Um, yeah, so that was um, yes, yeah, so that was that one, which was um, which I think it's just cool in itself to have something you know like that that's you know relatively local to them that's got so much you know legend and stuff. Because I mean, mm. y- 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 you can Google you know haunted places you know in, in in america and i think every bloody road has got a house that's haunted or a you know a, every state has got something What's a legal or whatever. requirement if you're selling a house you have to say have to, whether yeah. or not it's haunted which i think is you know yeah it, it it's whether or not you believe it's haunted well, i guess really because yeah. we, we've discussed this haven't we what you know what yeah, actually creates yeah. the, the phenomenon is it the thoughts and feelings and everything yeah. else that goes into it or is the phenomena that comes first and before the yeah, belief exactly yeah you know, yeah we spoke about that before definitely yeah. yeah i'm not sure how true that is though because there is a someone who's a uh, in the the book club that i mentioned is a, a realtor and, and they uh which is just a uh, an estate agent yeah <laughs> over yeah. here <laughs> for yeah. anyone who's like what yeah. um we've got enough american they, tv we know yeah, what that is exactly <laughs> and they um uh, i can't remember exactly what they said but that's only partly true i think they're that's so it's not like a federal law. It might just be like a well, state like, law. It's like over here. Like if you have problem, you know, if you have problem with your neighbours, you mm. don't have to declare it. But if you filed a police report because of your neighbours, ah. you have to declare it when you sell the house. And so I think it's kind of I mean, a bit of a loose example, but I think it's kind of similar in the states with the hauntings. Like if if you just think that it it's haunted. Mm. I don't think you necessarily have to declare it. I think something. Well, if you've had a priest round. Well, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, if you've <laughs> had exercised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you've, or if something's actually happened or been reported or something, yeah, I think gotcha. you have to. So, I th- but, but yeah, it's it, they've got enough of them to, Crazy. yeah, to actually have to have that written in to their property law somewhere, which is just uh, nuts. Can you imagine that over here? Oh, mate! People wouldn't buy your house just because they think you're nuts. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Never mind because they believe in ghosts. Yeah, yeah. but I'll get lost. Get out of it. <laughs> yeah, we've got that great British cynicism. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so the next one, um, surprise, surprise, keeps us in uh, in South Jersey, um, and it takes us along Route Fifty Five, um, which which goes through there, um, which was constructed in nineteen eighty three. Uh, the trouble with it was, um, is that they constructed it through part of an 8,000-year-old ancient Indian burial ground. Oh, yes. Which is always a no-no. That old ploy. Absolutely. Um, Come on, they had <laughs> films about that in the 80s. I know. They should have should known should about learn, this. Man. Come on. Um, if, you, yeah, if, you, if you've seen, what, Poltergeist, you don't yeah. touch an Indian burial Just ground. don't Just, do it. It's not worth it. <laughs> and, and, you know, funnily enough, a chief and medicine man um, of the local uh, Delaware Indians... Um, which actually sounded like an NFL team, um, (laughs) (laughs) did actually warn the Department of Transportation um, not to build it across uh, the land because it was uh, an ancient burial ground. Um, You know, but of course they didn't listen. Um, He even suggested where they could relocate the uh, road through a neighbouring field, which would only have added about three miles onto the the sort of the the stretch Mm. of road or, or to anyone's journey, I guess. Um, 
but of course they refused and went about their construction. Um, now you the, know what they could learn a lot from the Icelanders. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, for the Icelandics, the way yeah. they build their roads, they go round. Yeah. They'll go round stuff because they ground. think it's got trolls. Yeah, never mind people, yeah, trolls and elves remaining and everything else. And, and yeah, 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 it's just yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, now the first accident occurred during its construction, uh, and it happened to a thirty-four-year-old who <laughs> who was run over by his own steamroller. No. No, I only laugh because that instantly reminded me of that scene from Austin Powers <laughs> where the guy's about 50 feet away from him and he's standing Get there going, no, the way. no, move. And he's just P-rolling towards him. <laughs> it runs over. <laughs> now, we shouldn't laugh because this did supposedly actually happen to a guy. So oh, no. We do apologise, oh. but... Uh, I couldn't help yeah. but think of that scene because how do you get run over by a steamroller? Your own, I guess. Well, well you'd have to like literally like jump in front of it or fall in front of it at or, the exact moment. Or? Or dragged under it. Dragged under it. <laughs> or pushed. One of the two. Um, now, another worker fell to his death whilst working on the underpass, um, swept off it by an unexpected high wind that seemingly came out of nowhere. Like it was a still day, like I've experienced that a few times. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, haven't we all? But yeah, but yeah, yeah, less unexpected though. <laughs> <laughs> Feel it coming. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it, it was like a you know a calm you know cool day you know no kind of wind or, or anything, and then just mm. suddenly like literally just <laughs> yeah grabbed him and yeah knocked him off and uh, yeah sadly oh. fell fell to his uh, poor bugger. fell to his death. Yeah, um, now. So not long after that, a site inspector um, dropped dead on site um, from a brain aneurysm. Wow. Seemingly no pre-existing, you know, health conditions or any rhyme or reason, just pop. Gone. Drop, drop dead, yeah. Uh, and not long after, this chap fell um, wow. as well, obviously on the same, on the same site. Um, of course, other tragedies followed, um, either workers directly or the families of those workers who died on the construction um, most of which dying from um, cancer not long after the, the the loved one who worked on the construction passed away. Under oh, so like it was almost like like a connected thing. Oh, yeah, that's some bad juju. That is it? big stuff. Yeah, and and the, the, I mean, there's articles from the 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 um, Indian chief even like afterwards saying like you know it's just such a tragedy that yeah but it was kind of like i yeah. did tell him i warned him that this was going to happen but they didn't you know sort of listen he said it's sad that, that it happened but they were warned <laughs> you know what the more and more we look into this sort of stuff yeah the more i realize that maybe we should be listening to these like chiefs these yeah. shamans they and were such here first <laughs> listen yeah <laughs> listen to what they've these got these cultures say. are older than ours yeah exactly and they've you know stood the test of time and maybe yeah. maybe just it's worth yeah. listening to no, absolutely. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Um, now we're going to um, we're actually going to play the the video um, now. Yep. There. Yep. So you guys um, can see this. And it's uh, take it was taken by a local who was driving down um, Route fifty five, and he captures what appears to be a woman in a white dress uh, walking along the side of the road. And he sp he spots her in the the mm. distance, but slows right down to you sent this to, to me to last film night, it. yeah. And even now, as I'm playing it in my head, yeah. and you guys are seeing it here. Yeah. It gives me, the, it gave me the chills. Yeah, it's you know, freaky. Really... It does look disembodied, and it doesn't have like a natural walking 
you know, sort of pattern. It, it's when, it does it, look, it's when the, the, the vehicle gets beside yeah. and it's the, <laughs> yeah. the way it, it moves and everything. Yeah, yeah it does, doesn't seem natural. If it's, if, you know, if it's a fake, then it's a, it's a very good one, but it was unsettling to, to watch. Mm. And that was also um, shared by the same listener who provided the, uh, the, the initial, um, well, pointing me in the direction of um, gotcha. Route 55. Because, yeah, it's not far from not far where from they them. live. Yeah, I, think wow. they, I think they might even have said they've actually driven down it themselves. Sadly, they've not had any personal uh, personal encounters. Well, but uh, <laughs> sadly for us. Sadly for us. Good news for them. Good news yeah. for them, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Being biased, obviously. Yeah. After what you just told me. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please, neck, man. Yeah. <laughs> Have yeah. a heart. Yeah, I, do. I do. I do. He's small and cold. And black. And made of stone. Yeah. Three <laughs> yeah, sizes cold. too small. <laughs> Three sizes too small, yeah. Yeah. If only that weren't true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, another one um, from, I think, from the same person. Um, and what was it? I can't remember. But yeah, it was from another listener anyway in the same group. And uh, Good work, man. I know. Good work. Yeah. Well, it's because I'm keeping them anonymous, <laughs> so I've sort of confused myself. <laughs> um, now, this uh, takes us to uh, Connecticut and the Norwich State Hospital um, yes. for another spooky uh, location. Um, yeah, this one is just it's just good old asylum horror, like haunted mm. story sort of thing. Um, now, when it was originally uh, opened uh, in 1904, its actual full name was the Norwich State Hospital for the Insane. It was later uh, shortened to Norwich State Hospital, um, as it was, of course, to be used as a mostly as a psychiatric hospital. Mm. The uses changed kind of a little bit over the years but yeah. for the most part it was for i believe sort of the mentally i think i challenged. might have got this wrong but i've I, i've seen quite a few things on uh, the norwich state hospital oh yeah there I is i believe there was like uh, it, it became a hospital for tuberculosis at one point that was the last thing it, yeah that was the last uh, use that mm. it was it was uh to yeah to house um yeah tb patients um cool. in its kind of later years but yeah initially it was um yeah a, a, a well an insane asylum i guess is what is what they chalked it up as but also had to be a little bit more diplomatic when it was actually used as such um it was initially only one building that held uh, or could hold 95 uh, patients but not long after that it, it grew quite quickly uh, and so they had to add two additional buildings um and the residency up to about 151 only uh only a year later mm. um so it was like 60 60 odd patients increase in a year from when it first opened so it was at full capacity plus some in a year so yeah um by the 1930s they'd they'd added over 20 buildings um and most of these were all connected by underground tunnels um used to transport patients from one building to another Um, wow because that's not terrifying no no is that and this uh the listener that provided this actually sort of suggested that they were actually or have been become known as the corpse tunnels. So you can only imagine yes. what they used them as. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't find anything online to kind of back no, it up I've, I've other than other than pictures and videos of actually the the, the tunnels themselves and mm. obviously confirmation that patients were transported from through them from, you know, one part to, you know, the other. Didn't say it, whether or not they were alive. No, exactly. Well, no, true. It didn't. You're right. That's yeah. a good point. It didn't. It just said transporting patients. So yeah, that's no, a very good point. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't specify that they were 
they were still alive when they did it. Although um, I'd be suspicious if they did specify. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, honestly, <laughs> these people are alive. They were proven when they went down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't account for what happened during it. No. no <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've heard about this, and this yeah. is something that's happened all over the states in these various different yeah. um, uh, asylums for the insane, or, or they called mm. them lunatic asylums. Yeah. Um, that they had various different tunnels yeah. that basically were just used for cold storage pretty yeah pretty much you know? i think that was the that's certainly the suggestion in in this case um oh. now that the first documented um misfortune <laughs> as is as he's put on online <laughs> right. um occurred in 1914 um when a patient um hung himself in his in his room um, and i think around this time it had started to you know, even then, you know, sort of what, 10 years later, nine, 10 years later, it was starting to resemble more of a prison. Mm. So the rooms were more like cells, there were bars on the windows. So it, it sort of quickly swift, you know, changed from a, a hospital to more of a, a sort of a prison environment. Well, I, I suppose that they would have more and more dangerous patients, well, really. Yeah, but it's, well, yeah, to the point where in, in the latter years, uh, I believe, um, they actually had to... Um, Build a maximum security uh, oh. building for the for the types of patients that they were, um, you know, accepting, um, and that's the uh, that's the more uh, most notorious part of the uh, hospital, mm. um, from what I understand. Um, I mean, modern ones are, are strange enough. You know, yeah, I'd, exactly. Yeah. A couple of years ago, I mm. ended up having to go and do some work in one in Bromley, I think it was. Right. Um, wasn't there for long. Mm. Like, two days yeah. tops which is probably and, enough <laughs> yeah and that's a modern one and it was nice wow. it was clean it was oh, wow. but even then it was still there were still some people in there that weren't allowed out of their rooms and they were very aggressive like because new are. faces and everything yeah exactly new like, sounds faces yeah, yeah. They, they did not like us being there whatsoever Bloody so are. i can't even imagine what it must have been like a hundred years back ago. then yeah exactly um yeah so, so, yeah, so someone had already um, hung themselves, sadly. And then in 1919, a hot water heater exploded, killing two of the employees. Um, countless more people lost their lives in, in you know, various uh, accidents, whether at the facility or their home. Um, oh. Yeah, there was, um, I think, one, one nurse hung herself uh, at home. Um, another employee um, was hit by a car crossing the road to to the hospital um wow. so just a lot of odd deaths of not just inmate uh, inmates uh, patients but of the staff and employees inmates, um, technically yeah. they were with how yeah. it, they weren't getting back out were they no let's be honest no well interestingly they were investigated um the the, the hospital was decommissioned in 1996 and this followed um countless reports of various types of abuse by staff on the patients mm. You know, sexual abuse, violent abuse, uh, you know, starving them, you know, oh, sort of tying them God. up, abandoning them, just, yeah, all, all the sort of literally the horror stories that you hear. This came out in, in various investigations um, mm. leading up to its decommission. Now, whether it was decommissioned as a result of those or whether it just kind of ran its natural course, mm. I, I don't know. But a lot of, there were still patients using the facilities even up to 96 when it shut. Wow, really? Yeah, and they were transported to obviously other hospitals or other facilities around uh, around the state. Um, 
it's actually featured in uh, Ghost Hunters, um, the mm. the TV show. The yeah. uh, the Taps team uh, the taps. investigated the uh, the hospital back in 2010, mm. uh, based on the strong belief that it is uh, haunted. I've actually I found the season and uh, episode that it is, so I'm going to watch it. Yeah, there's quite a few um, people that have done like quite yeah. a few teams that have oh, done investigations. Yeah, urban explorers and yeah. all sorts go in there, and I mean I've, I've watched a few fair few videos only this afternoon actually of, of people sort of going around there. Um, and yeah, it's lots of disembodied voices and stuff. People just a lot like, of noises sort of call, calling out down the corridors like, and stuff like this, like that sort of yeah, thing, a lot of scratching yeah. and a lot of scurrying. And yeah, it's just, yeah, it it's, seems quite unsettling to, it's to watch those, them. It's one of those things that, um, in, in light of what we we're just talking about with regards to mental health and, and, and stuff like this and yeah. various different conditions. Yeah. And I remember thinking this, um, like when I was younger, like, mm. like when we met like at college, thinking, yeah, yeah. Why are I? Why do you always hear about haunted, insane asylums and, and yeah. stuff like this? Why do you always hear about them being haunted after yeah. they've just been abandoned and yeah. such? And it's no wonder it's because they're horrible, bloody places. Yeah, <laughs> all that why. negative energy and, and yeah. everything else. You know, that it's going to manifest into something, isn't it? Yeah, if people are experiencing all these um, various different mental issues, yeah, and they are attached to some sort of entity. Mm. Then, when that person dies, that entity is just going to wander about and see what else it can try and infect, what else it could try and latch onto. Yeah. So, exactly. all that a collective negative energy is just going to imprint on a place, and mm. all those sort of places should just be torn down. Really. Yeah. Exactly. Especially like, if there's investigations, they should just be t- teared down. Yeah. Spe- you know, especially now, and I suppose that's why you hear less and less of them. I mean, that you know, there was one not far from us that got um, mm. shut down and torn down, didn't it? And uh, I mean, a few years ago now, but, um, you know, relatively recent in the, you know, the grand scheme of things. Mm. Um, so I think it's becoming more and more of a, you know, sort of a, a taboo to kind of have these institutions open. But sadly, they, you know, there is a belief that they are still needed yeah. um, based on, you know, certain traumas that people sadly, you know, sort of go through. But, um, but yeah, I, I, that, I, I do like a good uh, sort of creepy haunting um, yeah. And it's you know it's, it's better when it's in a in an asylum or you know something yeah. like that it's away from home exactly yeah, yeah. And nowhere near where I live yeah, yeah I gotcha um, but the the cool thing was and I think this is why it got brought up by um by, by our listener was that her husband um, had to go to the hospital and use it for urban warfare training um, when he was in the guard uh, presumably that means the national guard yeah, I, I would presumably so, yeah. um and uh, it was sometimes or mostly at night when he would do his training and it included being down in the corpse tunnels oh sod that <laughs> oh nope. sod that yeah no thank you yeah <laughs> yeah good great court martial please <laughs> yeah i'll see myself out yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm making sure i'm going down with a flashlight and spare batteries. Yeah. Thank you very and much. And live rounds. <laughs> yeah. Like they're going to do anything. Yeah. Exactly. Well, <laughs> I'd feel safer. Let's put it that way. I'd feel safer. Well, put yourself out of your misery, you mean. Put myself yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. want to go down with one bullet, please. Yeah, if, if nothing else. Yeah. yeah. Good grief. Um, now, just to uh, just to end on on the, sort of the last one, uh, it's quite a quite a short one, but mm. I thought it was quite good following that, you know, the sort of the theme that we've been... Uh, that we've, I've been talking along anyway. Yeah, sure. um, now it's a. This one's more of an urban legend, um, you know. So, it is. It's based on Nile Canyon Road in San Francisco, California. Um, it's it surrounds the death of a young girl following a car accident. Um, apparently, it occurred on February the twenty eighth, but the year varies depending on the account. 
Mm. Not so no one's really got a grasp of you know when it actually happened uh, in terms of the year. So it, it could be fairly recent. It could have been a hundred years ago. Gotcha. No one really seems to to know. But it, it follows the same sort of story about you know young girls in a car accident and you know she she sort of died. And the sightings happen when people believe to have seen uh, said young girl. Uh, just waiting on the corner of the road where she died. Um, drivers will pass her, stop, and ask her if she needs a, a lift anywhere, to which she gratefully obliges. Mm. Um, she gives them one of two addresses, which apparently leads to two places on the other side of a bridge, which is along along this road. Um, she presumably gets in the car, the driver sets off, However, when they reach the start of the bridge, she disappears from the car. Whoa. And then they're left to make the rest of the journey on their own. <laughs> Swiftly home. With no their doubt. heart in their throat. <laughs> Sod that. <laughs> yeah. I mean Sod I wouldn't that. I mean I wouldn't I can't say I'd stop anyway, but no I definitely won't now. <laughs> now you hear of that or, thing. Yeah. Or at least, you know, one of the questions in the criteria will be, Are you a ghost girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are are you still alive? Are you real? Yeah, it kind of yeah. reminds me of that scene in uh, Men in Black when they've got the target practice, and there's the little girl with the <laughs> books, the and end. there's all the monsters and stuff, and Will Smith shoots her. Yeah, and they're like, "What did you do that for?" And he's like, "Well, you know, these guys, I can imagine being here. You know, he's just working out. You know, he's just doing whatever, blah blah. blah. But you know, it's you know late at night. You know, streets of like Brooklyn or whatever." <laughs> Why is a little white girl with a science book walking, yeah, walking on her own? Physics, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah she's like, up to something. She's sus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's exactly the same thing here. He's like, oh, you know, young girl, you know, pitch black late at night, mm. dark abandoned road. Nope. Well, this is the thing, right? Like, like, <laughs> out in the States, that was something that happened regularly, like hitchhiking and stuff like that in the, like, the oh, 60s yeah, exactly. and the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, that was what yeah, they did. Yeah, it's and actually then, a hitchhiking urban legend. Yeah, so yeah, it's now, exactly that. you know, then serial killers happened and it's no longer really something that happens anymore, yeah, you know, exactly, like with the hitchhiking yeah. and whatnot. So, yeah, it's, um, that's strange. It's yeah, strange. Yeah, I, it was only a short one, but I just, I just quite like the the I think nasty well, sort of nature of it. <laughs> I think as well, like, with, with regards to how different it is, because over mm. here in the UK, you're not that far from any sort of town or anything like that. No. You know, out no. in out in the states you could you be, be like a good hour or two yeah. potentially from, from like the nearest like gas station or yeah something exactly like that. yeah so things like this are more more likely which mm. i think is why they've got such an abundance of them but yeah from that imagine that the, uh, you're just chit-chatting away and everything and suddenly you look over i see you know where are you from or you know what are you doing out so late blah, blah, blah. hello hello uh oh <laughs> yeah see you later bye-bye <laughs> bye-bye now yeah 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 get it <laughs> yeah. out of here actually, to be honest that even just thinking about it, that gives me chills yeah especially when the the video that we uh you know that we that we played earlier yeah you, you imagine stopping letting her in the car like get out of it <laughs> lock the but, doors <laughs> the only people who'd stop to try and give her a lift are harry and lloyd <laughs> that's yeah, it exactly yeah that's it exactly yeah hey you look like you do, could do with a lift <laughs> yeah. what's that <laughs> yeah exactly yeah no thank you yeah but, See you um, later. but yeah so no that's near the end of the um yeah the sort of the uh, the accounts and uh and the stories um which yeah which which i liked i thought you know we've done quite well there with mm. with the with what they uh that's sort of provided cool, so yeah thank you again for getting in touch and uh you know bringing those to our attention it was nice to have that difference between a sort of a personal account 
you know, and then some sort of local, you know, legends or hotspots yeah. that are, yeah, sort of local to to them. But uh, thankfully, That's from what cool. we've heard, no no direct uh, <laughs> encounters. Well, all that would have helped. Yeah, it, <laughs> it if I'm help. being picky. Well, yeah, they, maybe I've got one. Maybe you have. Maybe I've got one or two. Yeah, absolutely. That, um, that I'll certainly uh, be presenting. Absolutely, um, yeah. But I do have one that was. Um, it, it, it's not a personal account of their own. Okay. But it was directed. Um, I was directed to it by a listener. Okay. So thank you very much, Lois. Yep, thank much you. Much appreciated. <laughs> so um, I will read this out. This is about the demon possession. Oh, wow. An actual demon, demon possession. So I'll read it as it goes. After my brother's possession, he was able to tell me the details leading up to it and what actually happened. Mm. As I wrote on here before, so this is part of a blog. Yeah. Um, he and a bunch of friends messed around with a ghost app. And that is essentially what opened up the gate of hell, literally. I so don't. we've always known legends about Ouija boards and, and yep. such. You don't muck around with them. No, you, you don't know. have to believe in it to know that you don't risk chancing well, it. <laughs> maybe the, the new version of it is yeah, the old the ghost apps, apps yeah. and stuff, which we've all, you know, anyone that's listening to us yeah. or watching us will be interested in those sort of things and would have seen other yeah, of course, yeah. YouTubers doing, doing such things like that. Um, so one day... As he was getting ready to leave for work, he was smoking a cigarette in his garage uh, when he felt the urge to write something down. Okay. So on a notebook that he kept on a table in his garage, he mm. began to write Monday. And he was okay. like, it's weird. So he goes, what's Monday? He asks out loud. I just thought it was weird. Mm. Then he continues to write, you're dead. He goes, what? He says out loud again. And then he writes, you're mine. Writes correctly as well for grammatical right, effect. Yeah. Um, so he, that pissed him right off. He was like, this, what the hell is this? I'm going insane. Mm. So he screams, who the hell are you? And it begins to write out S-A-T-A-N. So he throws a notebook and a pen down and yells out, you don't Mom. Ha- <laughs> Mom. Help. Oh. <laughs> so he he, he says it's because it's weird because it like the listener that wrote in about their sister again had yeah. the sound of mind to go you don't have a say over my life i do yeah and he stands up and suddenly he felt tingling pins and needles feel like running through his entire body yeah he starts walking towards the door, but not by his own will. Something is sending him that way. Something's controlling his body. It's making right. him take those steps. Okay. Um, then he starts hearing the voices loud and clear. And they're saying, come this way, come this way. Wow. So there's still... So coming from the, the, the poster... There's still one thing that stands out to me about that day. My brother kept saying that that they were in his stomach. And for six hours, he squeezed his stomach, bent over in pain. His hands never moved from his abdomen for the whole six hours. At one point, he lifted his shirt, telling us to look at it. And I'll never forget it. Something, a bulge, moved up and down, up and down in his stomach. So in the ab- abdomen mm. region. 
out of all the things I witnessed that, that day, that is the only thing that is unexplainable to me. After witnessing what happened to my brother, I believe with all of my heart that God is real and so is Satan. It took my brother's possession for me to believe in God again. In a way, my brother saved my soul that day. My little brother was possessed by eight demons. I know, it sounds crazy. I thought so too. Growing up, I loved anything that had to do with supernatural or paranormal. Yeah. Paranormal even. I loved hearing stories about it and watching movies, but never have I ever witnessed anything for myself. Yeah. So when my little brother was possessed, I didn't believe it. He, was, he wasn't projectile vomiting, green gooey shit. His head wasn't spinning around. He wasn't levitating or making the lights flicker on and off or even moving objects throughout the house with just his mind. So I think in he smoked a bad batch, probably laced with bath salts. <laughs> right, okay. It seems to be a, a thing that's happening out there at the moment, so right. they called 911. <clears throat> Long story short, for five hours, my brother was in spiritual warfare, and I shame of, shamefully admit I did not believe him. The demon spoke to him for five hours, but he was so strong. He begged to take them. He begged them, so his mum and, and, and her, to take him to a church and to pray. But all I did was give him some water and told him to sleep it off. <laughs> Which I think is the natural response <laughs> yeah, for most people, yeah, to be fair. It all, yeah, like you think, oh, little brother's pissing about again. Yeah, yeah. Just sleep it off, will you? Yeah. Like you've, ate, you, you've had too much. You smoked a bad batch, didn't you, boy? You know, it's one of those sort of things, maybe. You've been at those mushrooms again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't touch the ones in my garden. Don't, don't, I don't need that. <laughs> so after four hours of torment, yeah. my father, a pastor, just released from hospital, apparently had some sort of issue that they'd been spent a bit of time in hospital, right. um, just came out of hospital literally that day, um, cast the demons out of him, basically performed... Uh, Exorcism, I guess. Technically, an unsanctioned exorcism. Because yeah. from what I believe, they have to be sanctioned by the church. Oh, really? Yeah, they have, oh, wow. there's, a, there's a procedure that they go through because there are actual um, real exorcists that are trained by the Vatican. And they do go across the world oh, right. performing exorcisms. Oh, wow, okay. Um, but, they ha but it has to be sanctioned. Did not know that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's an actual real thing that... that yeah. You can actually go and take a course. Obviously, you have to be in a certain position within the the church as it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not like something you and I can just apply I'll to say, online. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, adult community college in yeah. the evenings and yeah, uh, you, yeah. yeah, you you know you can't just join the Swiss Guard or something like that and sneak <laughs> yeah, your way in. Exactly. Yeah. Um, sit down for this class. Yeah, yeah. Um, still. After all was done, I felt my brother was just having a psychological meltdown. I still did not check on... I did still did not believe he was actually possessed until the next day when I went to the house and to check on him. I saw him and he was back to his old self. He was so happy to see me and he told me his experience and man, I felt like an asshole. <laughs> so he explained that in the build-up to it, he would sleep at night and he'd hear a humming noise. And then he would wake up in his room, but not in his bed, turn around and see himself sleeping. Okay. Turn around <laughs> and face the bed and see himself sleeping. Nope. 
I've experienced something like that with the meditation and it is freaky. Really, really freaky. Um, He would do this uh, seemingly every night Um, and he began to walk around the house. So he became comfortable being in this sort of liminal state. Yeah. And he would see figures around the entire house. So just um, maybe like a in the peripherals sort mm. of thing. That's kind of how it's described. This was so exciting to him, that, that this new experience, and he would even look forward to it. So actually looking forward to going to sleep to jump into almost like this lucid dreaming yeah. liminal state. Yeah, yeah. And eventually he didn't even have to sleep to be able to do this. And these figures would be in his room at night and they would turn into demons. That's how it began. So seemingly he was going into this um, an outer body state yeah. and these things, these demons, would notice him and they notice, oh, hang on, he's out of the body. Yeah. Let's go and have a little... Let's mess about let's go and have a, a closer more. look. Yeah. Similar, I guess, to the idea of um, Insidious. Still not seen it. You need to. I still not you seen it. You need to. It's a yeah, good yeah. one. It's a good one. It, it it explores exactly that concept. Right. That this lad can basically what they call it spirit walk, um, in his sleep and a demon finds him spirit walking and decides, right, I'm going after the body. Yeah. That sort of thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so after my brother's possession, I was so shook. Everyone knows me, knows how much I love scary shit. I'm always down to see the next scary movie that comes out go to haunted houses, ghost hunting, you name it. Immediately after this, something switched inside me. I don't know how to explain it other than I became a big scaredy cat. <laughs> I remember the Nun movie coming out that that week and I couldn't even watch the trailer without getting spooked. Oh, so this is quite recent then? Yeah, fairly recent. it only came out a couple of years ago. 2017? Yeah. Yeah, maybe like in the last four or five years, possibly. Yeah. I literally would change the channel I couldn't even be alone upstairs in my room because I was so scared. I started to notice around this time that I guess they would start to mess with me. Like I said, I'd never experienced anything supernatural before, so this is all new to me at this point. I would take a shower and feel like someone was right outside of the shower curtain. Often. So I would rush the hell out of there. Fair. Fair. It's fair yeah. enough, yeah. <laughs> then a little while after, I noticed that I started to um, astral project. So I think what they mean is very much along the same sort of lines as spirit walk. Yeah. Or an outer body afield. experience. Yeah. So like an astral projection would be, um, like we would be able to experience an astral projection. Yeah. With someone else. Right. Okay. Projecting themselves to us. Sort right, of okay. like... Um, Luke Skywalker did in uh, I think it was um, the Empire? second no 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 the, the new trilogy oh oh yeah, yeah. okay so you mean yeah yeah, yeah the, 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 they thought it was yeah the not the beat the um, B-Tech yeah. Hoth planet yeah <laughs> that one yeah yeah I know what you mean yeah <laughs> yeah so it's like similar sort of thing like yeah. astral projects sort of thing um, yeah, okay. so I believe that in this case that's what's happening to her is that she's actually right. spirit walking rather than astral projection right okay um and she started to experience it more and more frequently. And at this time, I didn't even have to be lying down for it to start. Wow. I would wake up and hear knocking at my bedroom door 
And when I opened it, nobody. Okay. It's been a year now and I'm back to my old self, thanks to my uncle, who, when I told him what I was experiencing, said to me, if you believe the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, no evil can harm you. And damn, I felt that. Since then, I've strengthened my relationship with God and I have a completely new outlook on life. Oh dear. Yeah. That's heavy. And because of what happened to a brother first, and then she's yeah. by extension having it's like the same it moves on. The, these sort of things they, they That's mad. You don't always hear it, but in a lot of cases where people have experienced really, really strong strange yeah. high strangeness, let's yeah, call yeah. it, it's infectious. Yeah. So it's like it, it, it attaches to the next one that comes along or the next yeah. one that's involved in the situation. Yeah, yeah. And it just keeps on moving, keeps on going through it. But yeah, it's... That's mad. It's scary. <coughs> Absolutely scary it how is, it goes. Yeah, just to think that it's that... Yeah, just to think that it's that... That that easy, mm. I suppose. Or, or you know, oh, I say mate. easy, but that, that frequent to, to, to have affected the... You know the brother, and then, and then for them to think, well, let's go after her now. She's, you know, she's experienced it's, you know, sort of second hand. Mm. You know, let's see if we can, you know, work on, on this one sort of thing. Yeah, it's interesting. It's um, freaky as well. Yeah, but it also comes down to the the things like, um, so right at the end where where she says about the words that her uncle said that if the Holy Spirit lives within you, then nothing can harm you. It's that it obviously to to some people that's almost like it's just a metaphor. To those that genuinely do believe it, that that, that God is within them, that mm. that is the the power that keeps the darkness at bay. Yeah. Um, whereas you know some some people might just say project that light. You mm. know, there's some, yeah. those that are in the new age say you know um, cast yourself in a golden white light, and, yeah. and that will protect you from yeah, yeah. the evil that is out there. Yeah. Um, and hopefully they haven't experienced anything else. Nothing since, yeah. It was just yeah. a one and done type thing, yeah. But yeah, it's you like, wouldn't want to keep going through that, would you? I mean, to actually also to be able to see maybe physical effects of mm. like some sort of demon possession. Yeah, you see you it know? in the the sort of the films, but don't necessarily know that there's any kind of real world yeah. realism to that. But yeah, for someone to sort of claim it, there's um, there's a really famous um, demon possession case um, that inspired the film The Exorcism of, of Emily Rose. Oh, okay. I can't remember the, the girl's name, but um, it happened in, in Germany in the 70s. Right. Um, and it does have audio um, recording of the attempted exorcisms. Unfortunately, she did pass. She she died as a result of malnourishment was the... Um, wow. Was the coroner's report. Right. But the... the uh, audio footage and the pictures are harrowing like really? yeah it's it's hard it's hard to watch it it's hard yeah. to listen to it it's hard to really look into it but wow. okay yeah harrowing and yeah, deeply yeah. terrifying <laughs> blimey right okay <laughs> yeah yeah i'll check it out <laughs> so yeah check that check that out um Scary i will stuff, yeah. you know but I'll put the name up here. Yeah, we'll share a link There's, or yeah, something. The name yeah. is there for, for yeah. that particular case. Yeah. Um, because I'm a dunce and I can't remember it right now. No, that's fair. But in post-production, I will. But you will, yeah. <laughs> Again, the beauty of post-production. Exactly. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. I've also got um, an actual, several stories, personal accounts. You have, which yes. is exciting. And, yeah. uh, and 
It comes from my brother-in-law, Pat. Yeah, Patrick Healy. Cheers, Pat. So thank you very much. Cheers, man. Very, very much appreciated. And I'm going to play it for you guys now. So you are yeah. going to be listening to Pat. Sort of real time, as it telling were. Telling his story. Yeah. Cool. Hello, everyone. My name is Patrick, and I've got a couple of spooky stories for you. <laughs> uh, I'll go right back to the first story. This is... Um, I didn't actually see any of this. Uh, because I was too young, but when I was born, from when I was born until I was about five years old, we uh, lived in a house in Langdon, in Durham Road, and apparently, as my my mum and dad told me, and brothers and sisters, it was haunted, and um, what I do have a memory of is, I've never slept, I've never sleep, sleepwalked, slept walked, I've never (laughs) sleepwalked. (laughs) in my life before then or after then but there was one night when I sat bolt upright in bed my quilt was so perfectly folded into a quarter and I went into my mum and dad's room and apparently told them that there was a child in my room and I wanted to sleep in their room wow so that was odd and I remember going back into my room in the morning when I woke up and they you know, I was in my mum and dad's bed and they said, you come in complaining last night, so we let you sleep with us. I walked back into my room and the, I remember seeing the quilt just perfectly folded into a quarter, like like I'd just sat bolt upright and it had kind of flicked off of me or, or someone else had, had folded the quilt off of me. So that was odd. That sounds like something like poltergeist. Almost, yeah. when stuff is like so neatly placed, yeah, like deliberately, yeah, done like he's, he's so deliberate that yeah. he'd have to be like a human with like very, very particular yeah, ways like, of like doing military things. style folding, yeah. sort of thing, yeah. Weird, really, yeah, really weird. That's that. bizarre. Yeah. And in that house, uh, my mum actually had it exercised in the end. Um, she had it blessed by the uh, church that we used to go to. They they actually came and done a blessing on the house. And while they was going around the house, there was there was a team of about three or four people from the church, and someone said that they were standing at the top of the stairs, and something hit them on the back of the legs, and they kind of lost their footing and nearly fell down the stairs. Um, someone was standing by the back door, and said that they felt felt something, you know, like a like a pressure on their chest, and then a, a very sharp sort of wind towards them, as if someone had. Uh, run past them at speed but there was no one else in the room Uh, they went up in the loft to have a look around and found a noose hanging from the rafters in the loft and what what (laughs) (laughs) yeah come again what (laughs) like what's he never said that before that's that is crazy that is nuts finding a noose in the loft that might explain the weird bloody goings on yeah yes like some weird sort of Artifact or yeah, something. Yeah, lead with that That's next time. <laughs> lead neck, man. God, dear. And while they was in my dad's study, they saw... they There was, like, a couple of people in the room, and they swear that they saw a black mist um, in a circle shape, and it was kind of, uh, like, vortexing in, into the ground, in down, down into the ground. So um, that was quite a... You know, the stories that they told me when I got a bit older 
the sleepwalking kind of made sense. And uh, my brothers and sisters always said that there was there was a weird feel out on the landing up at the top of the stairs where the where the person from the church had said that they'd been hit on the back of the leg. So that was that was the first kind of creepy encounter. And then when I moved into uh we moved to we moved around a lot in between this, but we moved back to London and we moved into a house in Summercoats on the Five Links estate in London. And when we moved into that house, that was very strange. The the window in my bedroom always opened on its own and I actually physically closed it one day and then sat there and watched watched it open on its own. I used to have my friends around all the time. A lot of my friends can vouch for this. We would sit downstairs and it would literally something would walk from the tops that the stairs were mega creaky in that house something would walk from the top of the stairs to the bottom of the stairs and when it got to the bottom it would just stop there would be nothing we'd be looking down the hallway which adjoined to the stairs and you'd almost expect someone to to appear in the hallway because it was just like someone was literally walking down the stairs every single step creaked top to bottom then no one would appear um, there would be loud banging and stamping throughout as if someone was running up and down upstairs and um, so much that the lights would actually shake downstairs like really heavy banging and things like that. I had nightmares all the time when we first moved into that house and I had to... Like, that's... That's a lot to process right there. Sod that, yeah. That's <clears throat> windows opening by themselves, hearing footsteps coming down the stairs people running about upstairs yeah yeah that's like a classic sort of classic haunting yeah yeah isn't it that's yeah well, they want you to know, know that they're there and that's that how right. they're doing it yeah yeah ain't that right Jeez. that's crazy and that the fact that there can be several people to cor- corroborate that yeah exactly yeah, well, yeah yeah that's incredible the strangest nightmare that you know this spare room the, the smallest room in the house the box room i had a dream that I went into that room and it was actually a graveyard and there was a uh, coffin with like astroturf over the top of it and it was moving around as if someone was trying to sort of fight their way out and all of a sudden the lid of the the lid of the coffin flew off and it was like um like an Asian person kind of sat up you know dead and opened its eyes and started climbing out and following me through the house um and it was it was weird because that only happened when we first moved into the house. But after we kind of settled in, you know, a couple of years later, I'd completely forgotten about it. There was no uneasy feeling anymore in that house and it all just stopped. It was almost like we weren't welcome because we was new. And then over time, it just sort of calmed down and then it completely stopped and I'd completely forgotten about it. That's... What? <laughs> wow. I mean, that that's oddly... That's very specific. That's very specific. For it to be just like a possible like dream or a memory that you've kind of manifested or whatever. That's oddly Do you know specific what? down to Do you certain know what? details. That sounds like the story I just told. That spirit yeah. walking. Spirit walking. Stuff. Yeah. That's what yeah, that yeah. sounds like. That's that's powerful. Like it's like they they weren't, you know, welcome there until the person had now, th- sort that's of some... moved on or, 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 or well, sort of passed on I and that was about with with other hauntings in like various yeah. other locations and such is that yeah. you know they they are able to 
once they live in a place for so long and they just kind of live with the haunting sort yeah. of thing that it's almost like that that energy whatever it is settles as well mm. that it just kind of like it's like um, it's like I guess it's like going into a room that you haven't been in for a long time yeah and you open up that door and the wind comes in it kicks up all the dust yeah and then you know it takes a long time for that dust to all back set like settle back down and yeah back into place mm. with that door still open but yeah that's fuck that <laughs> in, in, you know to be brutally uh <laughs> brutally honest to, to for it to be the vision to be that you know sort of vivid mm. and that specific incredibly specific that you'd be interesting to know if, if um if, if pat did any uh I don't know how you would, but some sort of like research On to see whether, house, yeah, to see whether an Asian family lived there before before his family did, yeah. or if, if you know if, if something happened to kind of match up to what he, you know, experienced, just to maybe add a bit of, you know, closure to it. I guess if yeah. that's what you needed, or yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's incredible. That's mad. Absolutely <laughs> yeah, incredible. Yeah. Um, while I lived in that house, I was doing some. Uh, construction work in london now at this time not not while i was at work but around that time i was doing a lot of uh i was doing a lot i was about i was about 18 so i was doing a lot of heavy drinking and there were some drugs involved as well but um i'm pretty sure i know what i saw we was working in a really really old um like apartment block and we were working on the top floor there was only two flats on the top floor and uh the entire building was being refurbished so there was there was no one in except for a few workers and it was like a saturday morning and we were some there were some workers on the bottom floor and it, the the place was about three or four stories high we was working on the top floor there was only two flats and only one of them was being worked on and it was me and the two other guys that i was working with that was in that flat and we was all inside the flat i was in the hallway by the front door and they were both working in the living room and the door was uh glass so you could see it was like frosted glass so you could see right out the door and i was standing probably eight foot away from the door sweeping up in the hallway and someone walked past the door and i thought that's weird because there's, there's no one else supposed to be on this floor i thought someone might have been scouting about trying to look to to nick some of our tools so i quickly moved to the door as quick as i could swung it open looked out in the hallway no one was there and there was a fire access staircase literally right next to the door there was a fire access staircase but it was just a big spiral iron staircase so you literally when you walked out onto the top landing it's a really tight just big enough for this staircase to fit straight down and you could look down through the whole building and i ran out that door so quick because i thought someone was scouting to nick our tools there was no one on the landing and there was no one on that staircase and i am dead dead sure i saw a solid black figure move past that doorway that was one thing and then there was uh i don't know if i can say this on here actually oh oh okay that's Ooh. intriguing we'll stop it there then. we'll stop it there um yeah i mean anyone who's got you know a frosted glass you know at their their house or you know at work mm. you, you know what a you know what the shadow looks like you know as it, you as know it moves someone past, past it or, it or know, whatever on, on, on the other side you know it, there's very few things in that scenario that i think you could explain as being you know, kind of 
anything else. And, mm. you know, as Pat says, if, you know, he, he ran, you know, sort of to the door, if there wasn't really anywhere else for this, you know, figure or person, you know, to go other than the landing or this staircase. Yeah. And he checked. And I, I know he, he's, he his reasons both. as well, you know, being a tradesman myself, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, we do. No, it does that. happen. Some people do oh, yeah. turn up on site and they do scout about scout looking around, to steal yeah. your tools. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. Um, yeah, so I'd, no, I'd, I'd get why you would bolt for the door and to the, you know, sort of the staircase to see whether they had sort of pinched something or, or on their way to. Yeah. Because at least you can, you know, warn the others downstairs or, or you know, apprehend them or whatever. But, um, yeah, to get out there that quick and not see anything, you, you would hear or, or see something if it was an actual, you know, sort of person. Right. And if, you know, and if it's like many of the places in the city, if it's an old building, you know, and they're up on the top floor renovating, have they disturbed, you know, did they well, disturb something or, you know? I've had, obviously with the nature of my job, you know, we do go into mm. old buildings and we do um, renovate them, you know, we, we modernise them and such. And, and I've yeah. worked in quite a few of them in and around London. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's been a few times when I've, experience something like i've seen something out the corner of my in my peripherals or you know there's been a few times when like there's once i was working in sloan street so chelsea okay and um, it was one of my first jobs on this particular trade and i moved out the way of someone on the stairs so they were coming down and at first i thought it was like a client because i wasn't really looking up i was choosing the next track on my phone, you <laughs> yeah. know, so I was, listen, I was yeah. listening to music and everything. I, I kind of I sensed someone there um, and there were narrow stairs. And as I stepped to the side to let them down, no one came down. Like no one, like I remember seeing like the, the, the shoe, the foot coming down and it was like, um, it was like a, a like a grey leather shoe, with um, black suit trousers. Right. So okay. thinking it maybe is a client of yeah. some sort. So I remember, oh, stepping back to the side, putting my phone away, and um, then no one came down the stairs. And then when I went back up there to get up there and go carry on with the work, yeah, um, no one up there with grey shoes and black suit pants were up there. That's weird. <laughs> that was weird. To actually acknowledge them and move out of the way and then for them to not yeah. manifest or, you know, sort of be there, you know. Yeah, and there's been been a few places that I've worked on. I even worked on um, an old hunting lodge that used to belong to Henry VIII. Oh, and I remember you saying about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I sent you yeah. some pictures and it still had the old wooden beams. Mm. It's obviously been expanded around that yeah. point, and that being the core of the building, but mm. it still had the wooden beams, and it was like the old, it was like the old um, crooked house on South End Seafront. Oh, yeah. Okay. That sort of thing. Yeah, Maybe yeah. not quite as extreme, but you yeah, felt yeah. like you was walking along sideways and, yeah, and everything. Yeah. But yeah, very odd. It just kind of put your all your perceptions out of kilter. Yeah. Very, very strange. I'm interested to hear this last one. Well, yeah, if he if he does tell us, yeah, I want to I want to know. Let's go yeah. for it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, I have to because it's probably the the most the most solid uh, apparition that I've ever seen was actually in Scott's mum's house, one of the hosts, Scott Stewart. 
it was in his mum's house. Um, me and my missus, I'm, I'm Scott's brother-in-law, so I'm with Scott's sister. Uh, we were staying at the Scott's parents' house and we were setting up to go to sleep in the front room. And I don't know if you've anyone's familiar, Scott's, Scott's dad, Dean, is very, very tall. He's about six foot four. He's a very tall, big guy. And uh, same thing again. They've got, like, frosted, uh, stenciled glass that leads from their front room out into the hallway. And I am dead, dead sure. I, w- I was sitting on the sofa and puffing my pillow. And I saw a solid black figure that was tall enough to be to be Dean, Scott's dad. And... Uh, the door was cracked about four inches, and it was it was so fucking clear to me. It was so clear to me that I thought Dean was going to pop his head through the crack in the door and go, "Oh, night, guys! I was just getting a drink." It literally clear as day, solid black form walked from the right hand side of the door to the left hand side of the door. But then nothing appeared. The door was cracked about four inches and I could see through the crack of the door. It went past the glass and didn't appear at the crack. And that was probably my the the most clear sighting I've ever had. And the noise that came out of my mouth <laughs> scared the life out of Rianne, my missus. Because um, it was, you know, that <laughs> fear that you just can't control. I, I just made a noise that... M- I, I, I kind of didn't make it. I had no control over the noise that came out of my body. It was... <gasps> I, my throat closed up and it was it was panic stations because I realised what I'd actually seen. But um, the funny thing is I don't really have... You would think, you know, I was... Cr- that night I was... Sh- I was crapping myself because I had to sleep on the bed that was closest to the door. So I was in... I was in... I was in bits that night. That weren't a good night. But then after that... I kind of, uh, I don't, I would think that after such a a clear sighting and the fear that I felt that in that moment and on that night for the rest of the night, I was pretty scared. Um, I haven't really felt anything in that house. I thought I'd have a negative feeling. I thought this has ruined it for me now because they're staying here forever and I'm going to spend a lot of time in this house. We go there every Christmas, we visit, you know, a couple of times a week. Um, I'm going to spend a lot of time in this house and I'm going to be petrified and actually I don't have the negative feeling but I am I am 100% sure I saw something move past that door and that's that's pretty much it that concludes my spooky stories um I hope you're all well thank you for listening and I'll speak to you all soon wow wow <laughs> has he told you that before no <laughs> <laughs> no, he's never told me that before. Jesus, Pat, we need to have words, mate. Yeah, yeah, that's we, yeah. That we, needs we, more, um, we need to discuss that. I mean, that's wow, that's nuts. That's nuts because I've been in the house. I don't as well, even know what to think but, of that. Yeah, some that's weirdo mad. shadow bastard walking through my mum and dad's hallway. Yeah, or shadow beings, mate. That's, yeah, shadow they're beings. The ones, they're the ones you want to yeah. watch out for. But wow, okay, that's 
that's, that's a lot that's to process. That. Yeah, that, that, that's, there's that's, a lot there. I, I didn't, as you say, there, I, I know, pointed to said, goosebumps yeah. and I'm getting chicken skin and all that. Yeah, you like, said that's wow. Yeah, that's mad. Well, well, thank you very much. Yeah, firstly, thanks, that, man, Pat. for sharing all of those. They're all really, really good. And he's considering we've done, you know, escape rooms with him that yeah. have all been like horror and scary and you know paranormal and whatever and he's never mentioned any that's of that that's a lot of experiences he's and had that's a lot man yeah and he's not once been oh yeah I did something like that happened to well, me this before is or, like what I said though people again the stigma I guess yeah quiet I about guess it, so it? yeah but that's fascinating man yeah. to, to have all of those like like happening and especially that last one like I mean yeah I wouldn't have I probably wouldn't have well I know I wouldn't have slept a wink yeah. that night and I definitely would have stuck the missus closest to the door and all <laughs> Why are we switching? Never mind, never mind. Never just mind. go to sleep. Just, yeah, yeah. just go to sleep. Off you go, yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and you know what? <laughs> Him saying that about, about my sister, she's very jumpy. She's jumpy anyway. She's really she? jumpy. So, yeah. and I, I get a lot of sick humour out of it. Yeah. I have a lot of fun about, with that. But yeah, I mean, I can just imagine... The noise from the pair of them. <laughs> yeah. I would love to know what your parents thought. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what the bloody hell are they doing? <laughs> wow. Yeah, what a story, man. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, thanks for, you know, sharing those, man, and, um, you know, and actually going to the trouble and, and, you know, an effort of actually, you know, sending those in, Yeah, you know, by way of, um, you know, voice note. I, th- I think it was probably far easier to articulate them than trying to, you know, type them, you know, down. Yeah, well, to, well, to be them, honest. Type them out, sorry. Obviously, you, I know Pat fairly well pretty yeah pretty well my brother-in-law for for quite a number of years now and i can hear his voice he's he's being genuine there oh you can hear that's 100 the the emotion in 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 most of those you know stories with with how he you know communicated them and and stuff but like my arms have gone cold from that last one (laughs) (laughs) you've been there and all i've been there i've been in the house yeah it's um it's it's weird yeah wow that one hits home literally I mean, That's I suppose. Brilliant. Yeah, I mean, the only time, you know, when I've when I've been around there, I suppose the only the only time I've had negative energy there is when your dad used to call me Tarquin. Tarquin, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> negative. <laughs> well, so, well, you've been called worse. I have been called worse. You have been called worse. Yeah, so I, I suppose Tarquin so ain't that, that yeah. bad it's in the scheme of things. Yeah, <laughs> like, we were talking worse. about that yeah. actually. Not too like the only I think it's last weekend. Really, we were talking about that because. <laughs> Before we moved out to America, it was yeah, and you yeah. came round to that house, which was in Benfleet, that, and we yeah. were helping my doing dad the and his mate doing yeah. the roof. Yeah, and for some reason, <laughs> Tarquin just no stuck. idea. But, but he, I think it was the friend, your dad's mate that that said it, wasn't it? And then I think it just stuck. Yeah, he was chucking seal, uh, chucking uh, roofing tiles down to you, wasn't he? Go, Here you go, Tarquin. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Again, called worse, so I'd, yep. I'll take that in the uh, <laughs> in the scheme of things. But uh, but no, um, but no, yeah, that, I mean, that that, that was fascinating, man. Yeah. They were yeah excellent encounters, and definitely the sort of thing that mm. uh, you know that we were after. But uh, yeah, but thanks again, man, for yeah. you know for yeah, submitting, and, and, you know, and, and to the others as well. You know, thanks to everyone who went out their way absolutely. to but provided us with I mean, to, the stories. Yeah, I mean, big thanks to you, Pat. I mean, um, yeah, I'll give you give you a big shout out, man. He. Pat's got his own uh, yeah, detailing company. He has. Uh, it's Master Detailing, and he specialises in uh, machine polishing, yep. paint correction, um, but also ceramic coating on, on your cars. He does, um, yeah. T- tell you what, guys, go over to master-detailing.co.uk. Yeah. 
just to have a look at some of the stuff that he does. He's got Absolutely. a strong online presence as well. Definitely, on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, so definitely check out the Facebook because if nothing else, you'll uh, you know you, you'll appreciate the the passion um, oh, that he's got for the job. And, he, and you know, in, in trades, you know, for the most part, certainly from what I've experienced, you know, it's hard to find someone that's got a genuine passion mm. and you know affection for you know for what they do, especially when you either talk to them about it or hear them or see them talking about it. But uh, yeah, you'll you'll learn pretty quickly that he's got a, yeah. a love and a passion for for what he does, and the, and the evidence is in the work. You know, he shows a lot of um, before and after oh, um, of, of what work. he does, and yeah, it, I mean, it speaks for itself. So yeah, go and uh, go and check, go and check him out, and uh, yeah, if you're interested, hit him up. It does it'll uh, definitely be worth yeah, it. Yeah, he goes to all over Essex, goes south of the river into Kent as well, yeah. over into London. Um, he's mobile, but he also does have a studio that he uses in in Rochford, South End, yeah. that area. So yeah, check him out, guys. Yeah, please um, do. Yeah, but and thanks, like we say, thanks to everyone who's uh, who's either you know written in or or you know sent voice notes, emails, whatever it might have been to you know communicate you know stories with us. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's been much appreciated. It's been you know it's been good fun. You know, yeah. most of these are you know you know new to us. You know, for the most part, some of them I'd not heard of before. And I mean, that you know, was great reacting to that, to be honest. That was, yeah. I mean, it's the first time I mean, I've it was, heard it was, them. It was so. very close to home, yeah. As it well, was. especially that last one, you know, yeah. yeah. And then the one right. with the trade, you know, as well, obviously being in your line of work. So, uh, yeah. no, it was, uh, it was good, and I've enjoyed going over them all, and yeah, learning about some new legends, and yeah, just hearing from you know from some of you guys, and uh, you know the sort of the, the things that um, you know that you've gone through. Um, so, yeah, I think. Um, I think that's probably where where we where we can end it on that bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, you know, we'd normally have a off the fence uh, segment, but I don't but think this, we need it for this, this one. This ain't one of our regular it's not sort the, of episodes. No, is it? it's not the, the the situation for for anything like that. I think we can all make up our own minds from what Indeed. we've heard and you know from what we've been told. Um, so uh, yeah, so into the I suppose the, the usual shout outs as always. You know, thank you again to our our patrons. Yeah. Uh, Justin and James, thank, thank you, you guys, very much, guys. much uh, much appreciated. And much. Uh, as always, guys, you know you can uh, join them in you know being part of the prestigious uh, club that is the Cryptid <laughs> Ramblers Patreon. <laughs> it certainly is prestigious. <laughs> it, that that it is. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know Patreon.com, um, the obvious handle, Cryptid Ramblers Podcast, mm-hmm. um, and there you'll see that we've got two tiers um, for you to pick from at the moment, um, priced at four and six pounds respectively. Uh, plus, plus fat. VAT. Plus fat. Yep. Need to remind you of that. <laughs> Full <laughs> disclosure. Full <of> disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, as Scott said at the start, um, the the video um, version of the podcast would normally be available to uh, our uh, keen Rambler patron. But uh, as it's uh, a bonus episode, we are going to be making it available to all of you guys. Mm. So you don't have to just listen to us. You can uh, look at our pretty faces uh as well um because you know we're just the gift that keeps on giving isn't so, that right uh, yeah. yeah you're welcome yes you are welcome <laughs> you're and welcome. uh you know we are at we are trying out a little something new here as well with it being yeah. a fully produced video as yeah. well which is going to potentially be another aspect and maybe another tier yeah if it, if it sort of kicks off and you know and people appreciate it um you know which you know i hope you guys do then then yeah, we may uh, include it as um, as a, a perk in another tier, uh, along with some other bits that we're sort of discussing at the moment. Mm. So it's uh, it's ever grown. So if yeah. if you're you know, times, looking man. to join now, now might be the time. Yeah. But uh, any support is appreciated, yes. uh, regardless. Um, 
for those of you who are watching the the video, also you can see our uh, our new home now um, at Hellfire Studios. And uh, guys, check them out. Yeah. They can do podcast. They can do video. You know, photography. They can do full production and, and editing services. You know, the, those guys can do the the works. And just from talking to them quite recently, you know, they're, they're traveling around the country. Yeah. You know, as far as uh, top north and uh, yep. and the the big above the Watford Gap. Above the Watford Gap, yeah, further <laughs> yeah. than the M25. You know, they really are going there. Uh, as far north, as we go, yeah, as usually. As far as I go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not brave enough to venture further. And, uh, and you know, of course, you know, sort of London and the surrounding areas. Yeah. So, yeah, head over to hellfirecreative.com for more info on that. And um, if you are interested in any of the services, then uh, go to uh, hellfirestudio.uk. Use the uh, code CRYPTID um, for 20% off any said services. Mm-hmm. Just for being a, a, a listener of, uh, of us. Uh, yeah ramble on <laughs> yeah for, indeed um you know for however long um now it might well be worth discussing uh the next uh yeah episode the next episode that shall be dropping not this coming <laughs> friday not this friday the friday the following you listen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two weeks from now yeah. <laughs> next weekend <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Basically, where this drops, yeah, it'll yeah. be next weekend. Well, it's yeah. confusing because this is dropping after <laughs> we've recorded it, which is now, and it's yeah. We're very new to confusing this. Confusing myself, yeah, <laughs> which isn't hard. <laughs> I'll be honest, but uh, but no, we've um, no, we we mentioned it uh, not too uh, long ago, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I've forgotten it. <laughs> complete mind blank what is going on what is going, what is it's going a Wendigo. on Wendigo of course it is I had something else in my head but that's the it's next the Wendigo. one it's the Wendigo it's this one it's even on you the know, bloody it's, t-shirt it's on the t-shirt it's on the logo right here <laughs> bloody hell man I know what, 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 what am I paid for no hold on a minute <laughs> you're not I'm not you're not <laughs> <laughs> thank god for that <laughs> that's a relief the Wendigo sorry yeah. the much uh, you know the much believed much uh, fearful creature um, which uh, comes with some uh, mm, surprises. It does um, indeed. Certainly for you know, certainly for me, who again was you know learning about this, you know, relatively with fresh eyes and ears. Mm. So uh, yeah, that's um, yeah, that's a good one. Um, like I said, it's going to be dropping in uh, the usual time of you know sort of two weeks ish from now. So uh, yeah, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll drop some teasers and whatnot on the on the socials. So keep an eye out for that. Yep. And um, yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think that probably about covers it. Yeah, isn't it? I don't think I think we've managed to remember everything this time. We have. as much as we although we fluffed do it up, but whilst everyone can see us, yes, the lovely merch, the merch, you are the right, yes. guys. Come check us out. We'll put links on all of our socials. We'll put yeah. links on the description and in uh, the YouTube video. Yes, yeah, we um, will. Come check yeah. us out. We've got this design that I love, West Virginia. Because because we do we love West we Virginia <laughs> yeah. and our you know usual listeners will know we'll know how what that means yeah that means yeah. to us Absolutely. but also we do have that the regular Cryptid Ramblers logo yep we've got t-shirts we've got hoodies we've got yep. uh, face masks yep keeping it current yeah yep. we've got phone cases yeah um, mugs, mugs yeah as well not just these ones <laughs> yeah not just these ones guys you can't purchase these I'm afraid yeah. <laughs> they're priceless priceless. <laughs> I like that. We are well played. <laughs> I like that. But yeah, go check out yeah. the merch store, guys. Um, yep. Any support is, you know, yep. very much appreciated. You can even have little stickers in there and stuff, yep. posters. Absolutely. And whatnot. Yep. So, the, but yeah. the choices, yeah, the, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Certainly at the Indeed. moment. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess um, good time to wrap up. Wrap it up. And then. Um, 
well, in that case, it's uh, goodbye from me. That's goodbye from me. And remember, kids, keep it spooky this year, eh? <laughs>